Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, you may not even uh, have noticed it, but if you have a Twitter account, it now limits the number of tweets you can see uh, in, the cor- in the course of 24 hours. There is a perception that Twitter is in a bit of uh, trouble, so other tech companies are rushing to put out their own versions. This Thursday, Mark Zuckerberg will take a swing with an app called Threads. Elaine Burke, host of the For Tech's Sake podcast, knows all about it. Afternoon, Elaine. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, so from what I've read, it looks exactly like Twitter. Yeah, Pretty much. But that's not actually unusual. We see this all the time with these platforms, you know, like Instagram's own Reels function exactly was a dupe of TikTok. Uh, TikTok has a function that's a dupe of what Be Real does, where once a day you take a picture of the, in the moment of your front facing camera, your camera and your rear facing camera. Uh, when Clubhouse, the audio uh, based format became popular, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, lots of others swooped in and made their own versions of that, which were pretty much the same thing, just with their brand on it so it's just yeah this race towards the great singularity across these platforms (laughs) because when elon musk took over there was it was all like mastodon uh what happened to that why didn't mastodon become a huge success Mastodon is still working. I think why it didn't uh, really take off in a kind of skyrocketing capacity, just gobble up all the Twitter users was a couple of reasons. I think a a lot of people who said that they wanted to leave Twitter didn't. Uh, they mm-hmm. want to hang around and see what happens next. And like they want to still be there and complaining about what's going on, uh, which was what was happening over the weekend when that rate limit was hit. Uh, there was people on Twitter saying, I can't use Twitter. <laughs> We're still here. Um, but over that course of that weekend, Mastodon did have record signups. It had uh, 294,000 new signups over the course of the weekend and another app that's a, a new rival to Twitter by former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey called Blue Sky also had record traffic over the weekend. I think they had to suspend signups at one point as well because they got too much of an influx of new users and they're still kind of in an invite only phase trying to um, bring their users on in a kind of more moderate rated way that they can make sure that everything is still up and running and functioning for them. So there is a migration happening but it probably doesn't seem as dramatic uh, as a user right now. But I do think this is going to be one of those things where platforms like this don't just die overnight. Like it's a long, slow bleed of users. And sometimes they might get resurrected again. You know, with MySpace, Justin Timberlake stepped in trying to resurrect that, didn't work. Um, But then you have a site like Tumblr, which did have a mass user exodus and now is now resurging kind of in the face of these things uh, coming up and people looking for new refuges online. So um, these spaces might still exist, but just be less populated and uh, maybe less fun to be on while that's happening. Yeah, because at the same time, you can, you know, you can be on Twitter and sign up for any number of other alternatives. That doesn't mean you've left Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. And like that's what's quite interesting about what uh, Zuckerberg has done with threads because it's integrated quite closely with Instagram. It's not its own app that they're releasing. It's kind of like partnered with Instagram, mm. which means that if you already have an Instagram following and you want to port them over to a more text led Twitter like format in threads, uh, you'll be able to notify those followers to come follow me on threads instead. Um, and you'll also be able to carry over your Instagram handle. So good idea, I would say, just for anyone, if they have an online presence and if that's important to them, is to whenever a new app pops up to register your own username and make sure no one else kind of uh, squats on it. Um, because that can be a problem, especially if you have a high profile somewhere else just for um verification and for purposes of not being uh, imitated online in any kind of nasty ways. Yeah, but I suppose the big advantage, it's not a standing start, whereas all the others 
have relatively low sign-up numbers, obviously Instagram is already huge. So, you know, you're not kind of missing anything. Yeah, like what's interesting there is that you have that ability to port over an audience that you may have already built on Instagram. But Instagram and Twitter are very different platforms and they do tend to have different personalities are big on on the the two separate platforms. So Instagram users tend to be more about what's visual and things like, you know, if you're into cooking or makeup and stuff like that, like really visual things tend to really do well on Instagram. And then Twitter has really been uh, a boon for people who are more text led in their content. And definitely journalists would have a, a huge home there on Twitter. So be interesting to see if uh, the users that are kind of power users on Twitter do migrate over to threads and what that experience for them is like and if it works for them, because if they don't already have the audience on Instagram to port over, it is just a case of, yes, I have to build an audience on a whole new platform. And mm. you may have been on Twitter for like over 10 years at this point. And it's like, it takes a long time to build up those profiles and it can be hard. And some people are a bit jaded by the whole experience. Now, the... the- the limiting of the amount of tweets you can see, what is the limitation and, and why do they say at least that they brought it in? So uh, the the reason they've given is because of data scraping by um, kind of AI tools. So um, the way a lot of AI tools build their models is that they've scraped data from the web and data from sites such as Twitter, which has a lot of publicly available data. Also sites like Reddit, which is also kind of trying to limit access to the scraping that's done on its website, uh, has actually benefited the development of a lot of these AIs. Now, that's the reason that they've given. Um, but there are other theories out there. Uh, I saw one rumor flying around that they hadn't paid their cloud bills. And that's, that's what they were trying to, <laughs> to limit this. And I saw uh, another um uh, kind of accusation leveled by uh, Yoel Roth, who actually used to work at Twitter. He used to be head of safety and policy there, saying that it looked like someone was futzing around in the rate limiter, which he said was also a surefire way to break the website and it should have limited access only. It was It's the kind of, it's a system that is so sensitive to the operation of Twitter that messing around in it can really damage things. And there was another theory that a bug was happening that was kind of uh, being triggered by the constant use of, of Twitter and they put in this restriction to try and stop this bug from triggering constantly. So there may be some other things going on in the background that cause this limitation to be implemented. It did seem very kind of haphazard done overnight, but also that's kind of par for the course with Elon Musk, who I must say is no longer CEO of Twitter, but he is the one who announced this change at the weekend and seemed to be in control of it. Um, And at first it was a limit of if you were a regular unverified user, which a lot of people are now these days because verified is now the paid version of it. And if you're a regular user and you had a long-standing account that you weren't just a, a newly set up account, you could see about 600 tweets in the 24 hours. Now, before the a few hours had passed, he'd already changed that to 1,000 tweets. And some people still saying that they're not seeing limits. Uh, some people are still hitting limits. So it's all a bit me- messy, messy, but mm. that's uh, par for the course under the... Yeah. Now, and when it says you can only see 600 or 1,000 or however many tweets, does that mean you have to click on each individual tweet and read it or just when you're just scrolling up and down? Yeah, this would just be as you're scrolling. So lots of people were just huh. scrolling away and then boom, you've been cut off from Twitter, which is just completely anti the Twitter experience. Like it's a it's a real head scratcher of a move to take on a social platform that's kind of built to encourage that level of engagement. Like we literally have called it doom scrolling because none of us can stop doing it. And uh, it was almost like in a funny way, 
telling people, yeah, do you know, what? I should just get off this app and go outside. And I did see some people <laughs> saying as much, just tweeting like, I hit the right limit. I'm going to just leave. I'm going to go outside and talk to people and kind of making them be a bit more conscious about their use, which I really don't think was the intention, because most of the time these apps don't want you to be conscious about your use and thinking about how much time it's wasting. Yeah. That's extraordinary, especially given the whole free speech thing he's, uh, you know, he, he's always constantly blathering on about. Yeah, but he is kind of famous for, you know, saying things out loud that he may not have any kind of meaning behind or really uh, beholden to. I mean, even like this whole rivalry that has now stoked with him and Mark Zuckerberg, he, they're threatening to have this cage match, apparently. Yeah. but. I mean, it sounds like another thing that Elon Musk tweeted out and will regret if he's forced to go through with it, like buying Twitter, which is something that he tweeted about and I don't think ever had any intention of doing. <laughs> if you were to bet, though, would you think Threads has, has a decent shot at, at competing with Twitter? I do actually think it does have a good shot. I think the timing has worked out very well with what happened at the weekend and people now in a frame of mind where they are looking for a solid alternative. And even uh, though, you know, Facebook, Instagram have their own problems, they are at least a known entity in this space. So the problems that they have, at least you kind of will be aware of them going in as opposed to a whole new player that you really don't know what to expect from them. Uh, it'll be an interesting one to watch. Elaine, thanks a million uh, for speaking to us as ever. That's Elaine Burke there, host of the For Tech's Sake podcast. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.